Hello to all the comic freaks and geeks out there, and welcome to another episode of the CFG Podcast. I am your host, Davis Green, and with me today are my friends, my group, my posse, Joe and T-Dot. How are y'all doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Doing good. Awesome, great to hear. And as always, you can check us out on a plethora of social media websites. You can check us on Facebook and Twitter as The Comic Freak. You can check us on our Instagram, Con Freaks and Geeks. Or you can also check our SoundCloud, oh, not SoundCloud, but our YouTube page, where we do a lot of videos, The Comic Freaky. Uh, but if you want everything in one spot, be sure to go to our website, confreaksandgeeks.com, where we have interviews, news, reviews, what have you, all in one nice, tight, package <clears throat> anyways <laughs> man yeah it's been a while been busy as always uh, uh, uh how's life treating all y'all oh pretty good i've been playing uh nintendo switch since it recently came out oh been playing so much zelda it's <laughs> it's, it's not great. even funny it's like sickening <laughs> yeah well i the real question is t well, I like Zelda because you already know my my hatred, my profound hatred for that series. Yeah, I I think you would. Oh, <laughs> really? Like you like Horizon? Oh, I do love Horizon. And like there, there's actually a lot of similarities between the two. Uh, but Horizon's probably a lot. Uh, it's nowhere. But people saying that Zelda just blows out the water, like from the the early, the early. Well, not really early, but yeah. Like I can't spectators. I can't really judge much because like I haven't played Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it's just great. You you literally can just do anything. Like if people <laughs> if you kill somebody and you see their weapon, you kill them and you take that weapon that you saw them drop. I was like, "Ooh, that's nice. This might." Do you have a probability that that that? No, like there's no panther? probability. It's like they're <laughs> holding it. You kill them. You take it. I fucking take your shit, <laughs> and I will use it. This is how you're supposed to use it. Yeah, that's cool. We did a um yesterday. Uh, well, uh I guess today's Sunday. We did a podcast on Saturday. Uh, not podcast, but a stream on Saturday. Uh, called the Switch Extravaganza, and uh, we played everything pretty well except for Zelda like we except for Zelda because we kind of had a crunch time for time yeah so we only played like the first 30 minutes of it but from what I saw it looks pretty interesting I will say uh it doesn't look like it's at it doesn't look like it's n- any it looks completely different than like any of the other Zeldas I've ever seen in the past 30 years yeah but uh okay well I'll yeah definitely... a couple of people were like comparing it to Metroid kind of Oh, really? Damn. Because, like, you, you go around the floor, and then, like, there's certain places where you get, like, new, new things, which is, which is, like, a Zelda thing, too. But, like, like, earlier on, you're getting, like, these other powers, like, like, the bombs, like, you, you're normally used to. And then you also get, like, magnetic powers and, like, time stop, and it's crazy. Damn. Okay. So that's, might have sold me. Well, well, I have to buy a Switch. I'm not buying, it, it, there's no gain to buy a Wii U at $250 when a Switch costs $50 more. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Um, other than that, anything else? Anything cool? Nothing? Uh... <laughs> I'll take that <laughs> befuddled face <laughs> as no, 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 there isn't. Uh, what about you, Joe? What have you been up to? Uh, playing Horizon. <laughs> see, though, there we go. Here's the other side of that argument here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how are you loving it? I like it. I have some issues with some some parts of the story, but I think overall it's a great game. I mean, I think part of it's just me also wanting just to have a reason to yell at it. <laughs> yell at it? Well, you know, it's like, you know, like the girl, you know, with Alloy, 
you know, she's been an outcast. Everybody hates her. Nobody wants to talk to her. And she's just this normal girl type thing who just doesn't understand. Her adopted father won't tell her anything. But yet she's more than willing to jump in and save everybody, go on this great quest to, you know, I won't spoil why she's going on the quest. You know what? I don't think she's more than willing uh, on it because there's some of the choices that they give you. I mean, although the storytelling is a little bit dry comparatively, but but for the most part, the game, uh, it feels like you can make the character pretty either angry at the world right. or you can make the character like you know or uh, open and helpful and be cheery-eyed if you wanted to well so. there's that and i'm wondering if that's how that's affecting future dialogue because i've chosen to be angry and then i get shocker <laughs> <laughs> no, okay all right all right before you go shocker okay now many many times i always play the good person you know that that's always willing to just you know all right, I'll give you that pass because I know that leads to the better ending. Mm. But this time, I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I'm just going to play with an attitude. Okay. Okay. And I've noticed that, you know, like some of the reactions to people are, you know, I'll be more than happy to help you. Just tell me what you want. And other times she's got a little toot. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that has something to do with some of the choices I've made. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I think uh, I think I find very funny though that it's like for the 20 or 15 years of exile that you are in, then you start doing some of the mini quests. It's like, oh, I know. Uh, then you have more than willing of people willing to talk to them when they need some help. I'm like these bitches, right. <laughs> all of these people. That now you want to talk to me? It's like okay, whatever. And then it's like, what about the, there's those other outcasts? I mean, I viewed the. Being an outcast means, you know, you're living out in the wilderness alone. Yeah. And you, you got to hunt and fight to survive. But yet, you know, you you liberate the thieves, first thieves uh, um, headquarters. Mm-hmm. And the outcast comes up to you. He's like, hey, uh, you know, without this, you know, we, we can't survive. Uh, can I just live here, please? I'm like, really? You've <laughs> been living out in the wilderness, you know, alone. That would, that would be cool if you could give one of the options would have been, no, this is my fort. That's, Where's your fort? That's what I was waiting for. I was looking for that option of, no, this is, this is mine. Like, but on. she's like, sure, go right ahead. Move right on. Like, Come on. Was... Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, no, but the game, I'm loving the game's battle system. The, I just, my only complaint on the game is that there's just God amounts of, of, of items in it. I'm not a big fan of like, you know, you have to organize. That's why I wasn't a fan of like league back in the day, but, uh, I was, uh, I don't like the, I don't like, there's items just for money and currency and stuff like that. And then just so many of these small items and trinkets and things like that. Like you pick up a watch and then, and then that's, that's taking an item slot. And you, then usually in my mind, I'm thinking that all these items you can make into something bigger or, or uh, of some sort. But some of this stuff is just money currency that you just set, you're supposed to sell. You know, you can. You know, craft bigger bags. Yeah, I do, and it, it's know. still. I, I mean, I still do. I mean, right now I'm at level. Th- I'm at level three right now. I don't know what the cap is for for bag leveling, but uh, it's uh, but it still takes up space, and it's just like, and it can, then especially when you get into these long quest missions, like you don't have time, or when you keep on when you don't talk to like the merchants that sells you the stuff, it can easily, it can you can easily get a uh, fill up on those things. So. I mean, that's just my little small thing with it. But I mean, no, but overall, Horizon is a, yeah. is a great game. I mean, I had that problem early on, but once I expanded my bag slots, I'm so far okay. But that's because, you know, I always, every time I see a merchant, I go there to sell. Right. And I don't sell everything, but I 
get rid of just but, enough. Yeah, but it's still kind of like, for instance, like Skyrim. I'm a huge klepto in Skyrim. I mean, like, like, cause it, it, if it allows you to pick it up and put it in your bag, I will take it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it, what I'm going to do. I mean, and that, but those items are so, can be so insignificant. It could be so like pointless to do. Like, like I, I would think I went to, I think I went to a town and I took everyone's books. I mean, that's the same kind of shit. Just because I could, because it, because it allowed me to do that. So I'm just saying that if they if they control it a little bit better, that that's all they got to do. I mean, just as much as the uh, as the story mode. But anyways, uh, but uh, overall, I mean, this week uh, I've been a little bit busy. You know, randomly I decided to start reading uh, Why is Why is the Last Man Brian K Vaughn's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have you have y'all read that? No. Yes. Um, yeah, that is a that book is. Way better. And, uh, uh, and I've been talking, I discussed it with a group of people about it. And then they were like saying about the, the comparisons of like The Walking Dead to this and stuff. And then I said, and then they gave me the option, like, if I had, if you had the choice to do a zombie apocalypse or live as the, the only human, the only male human being in the world, what would you do? And I was like, shit, why is probably scarier because, <laughs> because, Everything male is dead. It's not like just male humans. It's like male cows, male dogs. All this stuff is is dead completely. So, like, I mean, eventually you're going to get to a point where there's not that you have a finite. You're 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 literally living on borrowed time, <laughs> and uh, just in a matter of, of, of years, maybe I mean, a short periods of time, things are going to die out, and uh, like you won't be able to to replicate unless you start doing uh, unless you do replications and stuff, or uh, you know, cloning or anything like that. I think those. I would gladly take the zombie apocalypse over why. Uh, so, uh, you know, that would be a cool topic to kind of go with. But if, if, we, if, we, if we all ran it, but no, but uh, yeah. So, but you gotta read. You gotta read why. You know, you know why the last man is right. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, uh, yeah. So apparently, it's like uh, there's a there was a thing that wipes out all the guys, like all the males, like not just humans, but just everything uh, male. So. Uh, there's one guy, his name is, uh, I forgot his name, Yorick. His name is Yorick. And, uh, uh, was, was, had the task to go to, I think, California to, uh, and, uh, find a doctor or something to see what's going on. And, uh, Yorick is a fuck up. He's, just, he's not one of the best people that you would, you would have, like, say, oh, the, the earth in your hands. Yeah. Let's, let's talk to Yorick. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a, he, he's like a pocket magician. So uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So it's just his, tra- his travel in the, the world, uh, w- when the world kind of went crazy of all women, with all women, like, and, uh, it's just, uh, it's a very interesting read. I would, I, I think it's really a really, really good book and I think it's underrated. So. Well, we'll see. This is like Brian K. Vaughn's first book, like from 15 years ago, because there's nothing now that's actually worth willing to read that much. So we'll see. <clears throat> All right. Well, enough bantering. Joe, what's in the news? Well, uh, for you Bucky fans and Thunderbolts, Bucky is going to be going back into World War II so he can do it all over again. Why would he want to do that all over again? Well, if for the Cap Hydra storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is that still going? Yeah, but apparently it's something's going to happen in the past where Cap is, you know, full fledged Hydra. So he's going, he's convincing that Cosmic Cube girl to send him back. So is he trying to go to the point where he thinks he's, that he's Hydra? Uh, that I'm not sure. I I'm... just know that that they're sending him back. Man, 1940s technology must be pretty badass, because there's a lot of shit that we can't replicate now. 
<laughs> so like, I mean, when you think about, when you think about it, so, but man, come on now. I mean, do they know that how good they could have, they have the chance to write Bucky in a good story or in anything. I mean, he's been kind of there, you know, he's not really been taken care of, I should say. I mean, he, besides the, uh, the Ewing, the Ewing or the, the Ed Brubaker storyline. But man, ever since that time, he's been just thrown away, thrown to different parts of the, you know, the, the Marvel universe. I mean, I feel like they need to kind of respect the character, uh, though, too. And he could pick up a good amount of steam, but they always find a way to fuck that up, too. Well, I guess this is mm-hmm. their way of showing him respect by sending him back into time. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, cause Marvel and time travel never happens, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's never, that's never been done before with Marvel. Or Flash. Or Flash. Well, okay, well, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, for those of you out there who cannot get enough of the Marvel uh, miniseries, special events. Oh, you know me. Edge <laughs> of Venomverse is coming in June. It's a five-issue miniseries where sinister symbiotes across the Marvel universe take over your favorite characters. How big of a how big of a uh, of an event is this? Five is it, issues. No, I mean, is this like the whole Marvel U? Like, well, it's is, in it's in continuity. Is it like an original sin? They're going to shut everything down and let everything. No, I don't think it's. This? I don't think it's. They're going to shut everything down because, you know, Secret Empire is going to be going on around that same time. God damn it! I, I, are have you been uh. amused? Like, <laughs> have you? Has this been like the problem? Is it me? Is it just me, or have you been just completely unimpressed of this for these big events? Like as of late, I I liked. X-Men versus Inhumans. Well, that's not a big event. That's not the one that's going to be like the whole Marvel Universe is being effective as. Well, this, this, yeah. is, this is more like a like Monsters Unleashed event. You so know what like I mean? Little, oh, so God. it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you're going to have a bunch dumb. of venoms, venomized superheroes running around causing chaos. I'm saying that you And got, then everything's going to be back to normal again once it's done. Yeah, you got that and you got Secret Empire. Are you hyped for Secret Empire? No. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, well, like, this for is those of you who pointless. aren't hyped for Secret Empire, you can watch your favorite heroes turn into Venoms. I don't care. Like, this March Venom mar- month alone has just been a little bit, has been lackluster insanely, too. So, I mean, well, I don't know. Now you know why we have all those Venom covers. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not talking yellow about Inhumans versus the X-Men, because like I said, that is a good, that's a good story, surprisingly enough. For all the shit that's been going on around recently, that's the good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy with that. One. <laughs> <laughs> just... You don't want to see Edge of Spider Verse because I mean, or Venomverse. I'm sorry because that's not that's not that's something completely different. Is the Edge of the Spider Verse that only happened what two years ago? <laughs> You're just. Well, I mean, like you're—they you, are recycling the name of a of a storyline that they just recently created two years ago, and then they're putting it already like uh, again with now. You're not supposed Venom. to. You're not supposed to notice these things. Oh my gosh! No, no, they need to—they need to stop. Oh. We can just say uh, we can just literally have a bitch fest about the shit that they that, that they've been recently uh, saying yes to or just releasing on Marvel side. So, but anyways, okay. Next. This is a happy podcast, right. <laughs> so we'll we'll go. Let's just go through. Let's go to the next one. Next up, manga artist Teshirogi Shiro. Shiro um, oops. will be doing a. <laughs> just totally. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 
I hit the the uh, screen. Oh, and then the copy paste thing went right across. I thought it would have been better. Oh, wow. if you trying would, to read. I thought it would have been better if you said Teshirogi. You know what? Okay, this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. uh, we'll be doing a Justice League manga story in Japan to coincide with the movie. Now, uh, just so you know, to, uh, while this person might not be the most well known creator, mm-hmm. uh, he did, or sorry, she did a story for Saint Seiya called The Last Canvas. I never, Lost Canvas. Sorry. never really watched Saint Seiya, but, uh, do you know what that is? I mean, I know what Saint Seiya is, mm-hmm. but have you, did you ever watch any of this? Or? I, okay, I've, okay, I have seen some of the, uh, Stuff post Saint Seiya. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one that I, uh, I I was willing to skip. Oh, okay, that's not good. You know, but it you know it's it has its place. You know, there's there's fighting in it, but the changes to the story was too great for me to just jump aboard. If it's um, if it's Saint Seiya with the the way the art style is, can you imagine Justice League <laughs> with the same kind of style? Yeah, but it's it, think of it more as a feminized Saint Seiya, or or like a. Um, the manga verse, you know, uh, Adam Warren, the manga verse with the uh, Galactus's daughter. I don't know if you know that, if you remember this. This was like maybe I remember the the series years ago or yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a yeah when they were trying to make a manga verse for for Marvel. And yeah, like, when they make those really shitty animes <laughs> like with the X Men and yeah Blade yeah. and uh, Iron Man, Wolverine. Yeah, like I loved it. Oh God, yeah. So I mean, that sounds. I kind of have to commend DC to say that they're going out of the box a little bit. So that I, I I'm not. And, uh, I kind of want to see. I am well, kind of interested in seeing where this is going to go. Well, just so you know, Marvel did the same thing with Attack on Titan and Avengers. No, but that was but, different because that one was that they were just trying. That was just a promo event to just hype up Attack on Titans and stuff. But this is oh, right. this is a full Justice League story. Yeah. Okay, so this is just a Justice League story, just in a different taking from a different from a different kind of art style. Right. So I mean I think I think I would appreciate that more than just saying, Hey, you like X Men? Do you like uh <laughs> do you like Pokemon? Well, guess what I got for you? Yeah. Well, don't it's funny that you mention it. Oh Jesus. Remember <laughs> there was the Avenger Pokemon ish uh anime. Oh yeah, I remember that. There was an Avenger Pokemon ish anime. Yeah, like right. they were in like cards or something. Yeah. Uh, coins or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The, these Loki did something and then all the superheroes got turned into like a collectible item what? and then these kids would throw them out there to battle the forces of evil. So do they become like, "Oh, I got a Captain America," and then they, then they turn into the coin turns into a little small chibi Captain America and he's fighting evil no, with he, it? No, it's a normal size cap. So it's just a grown man inside a coin. As an example. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't I don't I don't remember if it was a coin or not, but that's just It was, it was something, it was something, like, something that. like some that. some little collectible. Right. Kind of shit. That's still Marvel, dude. I right. mean, and then Marvel is doing a new Avenger series in Japan where it's uh you have like Thor Cap and those people and there's like three kids who are turning into superheroes. So uh, think of it as Avengers Academy. Okay. You know what? what? That I think that could work better than the Cockamania Pokemon <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. Come on now. But you, so you don't well, so you, you wouldn't you're not interested in the in this DC Japanese. I'm interested thing? to see what it's like. You know, I'm not gonna like if it came out here, I doubt I would buy it. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it. Yeah, I give a, I give a good hopes on it. What about you, T? Yeah, dip your toe in. Yeah, try <laughs> it out. Don't go all the way in. I mean, before then, <laughs> then all of a sudden you'll be like buying some uh, Monsters Unleashed books next. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Now, next up, uh, good news for Justice Society fans. At uh, Emerald City Comic Con, it was confirmed that the story is coming back, the book. Yay. Uh, they're hinting, basically, that it's 2017 at some point. Oh, so it's coming out this year? Mm-hmm. Here's the real question. is like, I hope they don't change the, the, the teams and stuff that big, that drastically. Well, I think if you looked at the Rebirth cover, you know where you had the two teams? That's yeah. probably your clue as to what it's going to look like. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to take a look. I'll take a look again. All I care about is if they bring back freaking Power Girl. I don't care about anything else except bringing her back. In her white costume? Uh, not the the one before George Perez, not the one that she's wearing her full long johns. No, the one with the the one with the boob circle. Yes, sorry, I'm not shallow. That's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's, it is what it is right there. But it, yeah, they need to bring that back. She was a cool character. I liked her. I've always liked her. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we have numbers for February. February numbers. Okay. Okay. Bring now, it on. All right. Here we go. Is there anything surprising? Yes, uh, yes, there is some couple of things. Okay, now the retail market, Marvel has a thirty-seven percent um, market share. DC had thirty percent, and Image had nine point five eight percent. Were they normally at seven? Yeah, they they Image gained some ground. Now mm-hmm. I, I'm also rounding the numbers up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here. Now the unit unit market is actually a lot closer. You have Marvel at thirty-three point six four. DC at 33.47. Damn. And Image, 18.13%. Wow, so they're they're coming up. Right. Now, Marvel did ship out, I didn't grab the number, but they did ship out a significantly larger amount of books compared to everybody else. (laughs) Is it just by title or just by just just the amount of... uh... Amount by title. So it's, you know, it's like you have, think of all the crossovers, the... Star Wars books, yeah, you know, all that stuff. All that stuff adds to it. Now, the odd thing is in the top ten. Mm. Marvel does not have any superhero books in the top ten. What? Just oh. Star Wars? Yes, just Star Wars. That's stupid. <laughs> now, probably not surprising is number one, which is Darth Maul. Yeah. Then we have Batman. That's an expensive ass book. That's a six dollar book. Right. Five dollars. Was was it? Four ninety nine. Oh, four ninety nine, yeah. Still a five dollar book. Right. Mm. Now you two and three are Batman. Uh sixteen and seven you know, issues number sixteen and seventeen. Then number four was Justice League of America, number one. Hmm. Five is your favorite book, Super Sons, number one. Yeah. Six is The Walking Dead, number one sixty four. Jeez. Seven, All Star Batman Seven. Eight is Star Wars Twenty Eight. Nine is Justice League of America Rebirth Number One, and ten is Justice League Fourteen. Wait a minute, Justice League of America Rebirth came in twice in the same in the same no, top ten. No, one was Justice League of America. The other one was Justice League of America Rebirth. Right. Oh, the 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 prologue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. So DC is destroying on the top ten. Yeah. 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 So like. The key thing for Marvel is the Darth Maul is probably that. That's what I want to see is that number. Uh-huh. Like how high is that? And it must not be that high relatively, though. Well, it has to be because you know, like that basically is the book that pulled Marvel. You can pretty much say up, you know, to the lead. Still, mm-hmm. barely. barely, barely, right? Exactly. And just like you know, The Walking Dead is what's propelling Image. I'm surprised that it, it's it is up. To, something must have happened in that issue because I mean that's kind of weird. The Twenty-five cent issue, maybe. 
Possibly. Uh, I mean, but The Walking I don't Dead. Know. The Walking Dead has appeared in the top ten before. Oh, they yeah. did, but it's usually during like a big event. It's a big yeah. event or something because like the most recent event was the end of their whatever the war was. I forgot it was like, the four part war recently, mm-hmm. and uh, but this is like the two books after that. No. Right, but I think that's the twenty-five cent book because that was out last month. Okay, so something, yeah, something relatively either must have happened or it was a twenty-five cent book. But that is pretty impressive, pretty interesting. I'm kind of glad that DC is actually in a better place now than what they ever were, uh, have been in a you, bit. In a you while. know, DC's pissed. You know, to have that many books in the top ten mm-hmm. and still not have number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, yeah. like being the top spot. But like I said, it's literally a point two three difference. But it doesn't matter when you. That is still probably millions of dollars, but still right. is. You know, just the fact it's 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 not necessarily the money. It's you know, in a sense, your bragging rights. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like DC can say, "Well, we had more books in the top ten. Marvel would just say, "Well, we're still number one. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But you can't help you can't help uh popularity of a of a character that people always will like. I mean like Dark Maul, come on dude. It does it, it does. sells itself at well, that point. Right, but Batman's two and three. Right. You know? uh-huh. It's the fact that again, Marvel's number one. You know, DC could say, Well, you ship more books, that's why you have more of a market share because you you've saturated the market. Yeah, but there's But nothing... Marvel says still will say we're still number one. That's just February, dude. Like I'm telling you, like if March, I mean, with, with how if the if the trend of how books are going right now, with a uh, uh with with it, I guarantee we won't see Dark Mall number two at number one. No, but we'll have or anything like that. No, but eventually when Secret Empire comes out, that'll probably be a number one book again. Do you think Secret Empire would be? Because I mean, because technically, probably. well, technically, Civil War two didn't uh, uh, wasn't one. Civil when it came War, Civil War, Civil War's been in the top. Four. Yeah, Five. but I'm saying number one spot. And it, well, two number one did not go. Did not go number one. It was Batman. Are you sure number one didn't go number no, one? It didn't. We. I mean, you could take a look at it again and yeah. come back to it. But don't worry. Don't waste your time on you. Already know I'm right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It didn't come at the time because like that because Rebirth, Rebirth Batman came out around that same time as Civil War Two did. So uh, and uh, and that just. That well, that I get. Was it Rebirth Batman or was it Detect? I can't remember. But it was a new Rebirth book. It would have to been Batman. Batman or Superman? I don't think it was Superman. But anyways, we'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah. But I'm just saying DC is a lot better because like two years ago, DC was at a abysmal, uh, at a bad spot. No, I I agree with you. I mean, this is so at least it's showing progress. Uh, They may hate it. Well, let's put. But they are showing progress. If Marvel didn't saturate the market. DC probably would have been number one. Oh yeah, I'll be stupid. They'll be stupid not to to, right. to agree on that one. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's very weird though too because it feels like DC's like I said, DC's been feeling. I think they're in a position where DC's uh, ha- hasn't been in a long time because they, the 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 artists and the creators that they've been getting, and then the people that they were sniping from Marvel to uh to uh to do DC books. Uh, it's kind of like a new mate. Uh, would I even dare say a new renaissance for DC because. Uh, it's really interesting that they're that they're that they're pushing, char- uh, well, trying to push newer char- uh, characters off of the sides besides Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Well, is that it on the news? That's it. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. And now it is time for our picks of the week. Each of us go around in a circle. We choose the book that we read this week and uh, say this is the must-have or the must-read of the of the week. So. Let's start. Well, let's, let's start with Joe. Well, I've been very, very disillusioned with Marvel 
and DC as as a whole. Mm. You know, while there's been a few books here and there that have been good, I nothing that I would say was stellar except for Super Sons, which you did already. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm gonna go with this manga I've been reading called I Am Hero. It's uh Is it another hero of a manga. Mm-hmm. Is it another hero manga like a boy turning into a hero? No, no. Okay. No, there's just there's this manga artist. I think his name is Hideo. And uh, this is the second volume. Okay. Okay, basically, there's the zombie apocalypse, but it's it just happened in the first volume. I think I've seen this. You probably have. Or read this. The um, But these zombies are a little bit different. It's They they can talk a little to a certain point, and they're, they act really weird at times. Now, the odd thing they have to keep in mind with this book is, like, for example, if zombies really did happen, places like Arizona, Texas much of the Midwest, we're okay because there's the, so many guns, right? <laughs> Theoretically, yes. Right, but in Japan, there's no guns type thing. And Hideo, he has a rifle, but there's very strict rules and regulations that he uh, has to follow. So he's constantly at a, at ter- odd odds with himself. Even though he sees a zombie attacking somebody, it's like, I can't take this rifle out of the bag because... You know, I could lose my license. I can make it difficult for other gun owners in the future. This is amazing that that's the level of uh of, right. <laughs> of things that's in your mind. Right, exactly. Now, the the what really for me made this book awesome though was, you know, he just got out of a train. The train got attacked by a zombie. They runs into a cab, and he's just like, "Just take me anywhere." A couple other people get into the cab with him, and the people are turning into zombies in the cab. And these zombies, like, it's a husband, wife, they're arguing, and they're, while they're arguing, they're turning into zombies and making out, sitting right next to him. The fuck? Exactly. And he is freaking out. It's the most disgusting thing I've seen, because just imagine distorted faces with, you know, and they're turning into zombies, and they're exaggeratedly making out. They get them out of the car, the, the cab driver eventually turns into a zombie, and then he ends up at... Um, How the frick did the cab driver get into it, turned into zombie? Well, his uh, daughter was turning, and she bit him because she was mad because he wouldn't take her to Disneyland. This is a stupid manga. No, no, no. It, I, I'm, I'm, par- I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing everything, but it all makes sense in the context of everything. Oh, okay. You know, I just don't want to take ten minutes to explain uh-huh. it. But the cool thing is he again he goes ends up at Mount Fuji and then he goes into the forest. The suicide there. forest. Suicide forest. All the dead have risen from the the thing. They're all jacked up, distorted. Because you know, think of all the bodies in the forest. They've been yeah. hung. They've been in odd positions. They're walking around like spider people in some cases. Oh Jesus! It, right, it is just insanity. And like, if, out of all the places to not end up, a forest just filled with that why is he not never mind i'm not gonna even ask <laughs> okay it was just it was again it was we need to go somewhere they were going to a hospital and they ended up that's so the safest spot was the suicide force no no no. it, it that's where <laughs> the car like i said this is the yeah. cab driver turned into a zombie okay the car crashed type thing he got out and that's where he ended up wow and wow. you know he's in a daze he's not really paying attention type thing but like i said the, even though it sounds crazy yeah it really does yes it's, it's it's a very unusual zombie story. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was called I Am Hero. I Am Hero. Is it H I R O? H E R O. Oh, okay. So what? No, no, I'm not. I'm gonna relieve myself of that. But that's cool. It's very odd, odd, odd uh, manga. What about you, uh, T? What you got? Mm. 
still in debate. Uh, I'll, I'll go champions. <laughs> you always go to. It's like what all else fails goes, but go back to champions. Like the only two I, I really liked recently was champions and in uh, humans versus X Men. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I really can't say. I can't say that you're. I can't disagree, man. It's unfortunate right now. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up. Like, what, what? like I did read America, but I, I wasn't really feeling it, especially since we, they went like at the end, they just went like extra dimension time travel bullshit, and I was just like, "Wait, Captain America? You read that? No, not Captain America. 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 What's that? Uh, what, what's her name? Her name's America. Ch- Miss America. Yeah, Chavez. Oh, America she has Charles. her own book? Yeah, yeah, she has her own book now. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it just like recently came out. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought I'd give they, it a try. And I, then they fucked it up when they said time travel. And then I was just like, uh, It's like, okay. come on! <laughs> you know, look at it this way. It's right at the end, uh, end of the rainbow. Well, first off, what happens in Champions? I'm, I'm behind on Champions. Oh, um, they're they're introducing like this new group uh, called like the Freelancers. Uh, and... Uh, like the champions, this is basically not really their book. They they like play some paintball at the beginning, but like they're they're introducing this new villains, which they're they're more like mercenaries. They do things just because people pay them, mm. and and the way that they're described and stuff. Uh, it I I like the way like their personalities react to each other. Like they're just like a bunch of teenagers, kind of like the champions, but on the other side of things, they have powers. They, they're doing stuff for money and like they, they pray, they play pranks on people just, just because they can. Right. And like they make bets and stuff like that. Like they, they brought up, uh, like two homeless guys that they like screwed over on a mission. <laughs> and like they, they play a little prank on them to try to get the other, the other homeless person to fight each other. You like only using their powers. <laughs> and like the, they they find like the homeless people like snap out of it and they find out that they they're being played for or whatever and then like but they put into their minds that they were the champions. That is just a dick <laughs> move. It's oh just my like God. just villains being dicks. Holy shit! <laughs> it's just hilarious to me. Fucking assholes! <laughs> Jesus! Oh, that's funny. I wonder if it's still Mark Wade doing that. That doesn't sound like so- wow. That is crazy. That's cool. That sounds cool. I need to catch up on that. Uh, my book, uh, uh, is a Vertigo book, which is, I haven't, I don't usually read Vertigo as much anymore. Um, it's actually, but it was really cool. It was called, uh, I think it was called Savage, Savage Land number one or Savage something number one. I can't even remember the name of it. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, but it's, oh, Savage Land. Yeah. It was Savage Land, uh, number one. And, uh, this one was, uh, it was about, uh, sociopath. Uh, uh, it, like, it's about a, uh, it was a military funded program to get socio, kids that are sociopaths. And, uh, also that they were, uh, they, that they lack complete empathy of, uh, no, it's not sociopaths. What is it called? Can't remember what it's called. Like when a, when a kid lose, like lacks empathy or any kind of feeling for anything, like, oh, what happens? Uh, that's not a sociopath. Oh, yes, it's a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. Sociopath. Yeah, so, uh, so, um, the, the, the military pay, gets these, finds these kids throughout the U.S., uh, find, that, that are complete sociopaths. Like, uh, you know, look like they're about to be serial, they will be serial killers when they grow up. It's like, pretty much in their DNA. 
and uh, they they take them in and then they train them for military uh, with military uh, with black ops uh, military training. <clears throat> and uh, the the program uh, like so like the first bo- the first page is like really di- it's really it's really annoying well not annoying but it's sad because like this kid is like in in the middle of a field like uh uh just looking at fire just like looking at it like in a date like in a, in a stare in the days or whatever and then goes back home and then he sees this guy from the government who killed his parents and his grandpa like on the chair and then you see his dead parents with his in the front kid doesn't even bat an eye he's like says what are you doing here and he doesn't even know who this guy is and he's like hey i could train you it's like the, you're he's like and he even said your parents are, are, are really good people but uh it, it's like it's too bad I had I did what I had to do to uh I just do what I had to do to recruit you. And that was the first words that he say out of this kid's mouth. And this kid just looks at him with this regular stare. It's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, that's pretty dick. That's pretty crazy." So they uh, skip to like maybe 14, 15 years. There's a uh, there's a murder uh that happens in the hotel, but it's not just one murder, but it's like 40 people were killed in the hotel. And no one knew, no one knew, or no one heard anything that, uh, about these people that got killed and mutilated inside their own hotel rooms. So, uh, now they're, they, uh, they're trying to get this kid, uh, I think his name is Abel, trying to get him and trying to say, oh, he's a necessary evil. He needs to pop, uh, to find the case on who's killing these people and how are they doing it without no one knowing. And, uh, it's just them trying to get in contact with them, but then he's just a badass now to a point now since he has black ops training on top of being a sociopath, not caring, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, to, uh, uh, to say, okay, hey, uh, we need the, we need the, we need a black squad just to get him in. And then he, like, he almost kills all of them, but surprisingly enough, he has enough self-control to not do that, but he breaks, like, people's arms, legs, and, and, amputate some of these people it's really it's a really good book i i was like wow i think it's the it's from the guy who did uh luther strode if you know what that 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 book is but uh freaking freaking great so i mean i'm, I'm looking forward to the second one whenever it comes out uh so it's called a uh, Sa- savage land number one so pick that one up all right so it's our discussion of the week and that's always a new comic book movie just recently came out it was called Lego Batman. I'm just going to go with that. Uh, it, it was called, uh, it was Logan, uh, uh, the third and that final. Came out this week? N- no, it didn't. It came out, no. it came out a year ago. We just finally <laughs> decided to do something about it. But now, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, Logan, this is the third and final movie of Hugh Jackman. Uh, so we, uh, dis- we just wanted to do instead of a, of a write-up, we just do a, a roundtable discussion on what we thought about the movie. So, Logan. What do you think of it? Good? Not good? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to say, um, not, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's obvious that this is the best movie for, <laughs> for the Wolverines when it comes yeah. to the Wolverine movies. Uh, and it's, and it's, I find that it kind of, kind of insulting <laughs> because, because this is like, Logan is like near in like way far away from what the other two movies were. And we're trying to set, mm-hmm. set, set, set themselves up for. It's kind of like you're, you, you, you read, you watch Weekend of Bernie's and Weekend of Bernie's 2, then Weekend of Bernie's 3 is like gets the Academy Award for Picture of the Year. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of off, but, uh, I have to say, this movie is really, is really good. Um, not in the, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it kind of, it's, it's surprisingly good. Let's say, let's say that. 
uh, just by looking at the uh, previews, I mean, they showed you a little bit. They showed you a little bit of the tidbits of what, you know, X-23 and all that stuff. But they did a really good job of the storytelling on this and the, on, and what and how this kind of movie was. And uh, I think that this movie is, uh, uh, God... I don't know what I say. It's, it's it's definitely up there. I will say it's definitely up there as one of the tops, uh, top uh, uh comic book movies that we've seen in the past several years. So, um, what about what about you, uh, T? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, like one thing I want to stress out here is that uh, this is not just good for a comic book movie. This is a good movie. Yeah, good storytelling movie. Yeah, like um, I I enjoyed it like the whole way through. Oh God. Yeah, it's a. Uh, there's just so many questions I had for the movie, though. It just seems very weird to me on like on, on what they on, like what what the hell happened. Uh, uh, what about? Oh, by the way, this may be a sp- spoiler or spoiler free. We're, we're I'm not quite sure yet, but if we do spoilers, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll probably we'll probably going to say say spoilers. Yeah, let's say yeah. say spoiler. What about you, Joe? What do you think? I think this was probably the. Well, this is definitely the first, second best that Fox has done. Oh, Deadpool? Right, because Deadpool would be, you know, it, I think it's arguably which is the better of the two. Mm-hmm. And I think in terms of the, all of the Marvel movies, this is definitely ranking up, like, probably top five. Right, for sure. right, definitely. Uh, I mean, it, I guess it, you can also say this is, hopefully, you know, shows Fox and Sony that, you know, if you treat the characters the way they're meant to be treated... You know, whether it's supposed to be PG, whether it's supposed to be R, you know, treat it with respect and then concentrate on the story first. You know, they can still do a fantastic job. Very much so. Uh, but here's the questions, though. Like, in the timeline of Logan, what is this like a alternate timeline? Is this like because this can't be in the same the same the same universe of the X-Men universe? It I is. Would say. It's just super in the future. Yeah. But it's very odd on like like i mean we don't like like there's a lot of questions that were opened up for me like for instance like they said that uh we're the last of their kind i understand that but then but the one thing i don't understand is what the hell first off what the hell charles xavier did back in back at the uh back at the mansion that made him go to mexico uh uh to to live out the rest of his life besides that he had a lot he had uh he had an issue like medical condition uh but uh also like what led to this point of of the doctor of that doctor being obsessed of, of of making these mutants and stuff and then like what what did he make originally to to make the issue uh, uh to make mutant kind that da- uh that scarce you know i mean th- there's a lot of different there was a lot of interesting questions that that that, that it rose to me but like at the same time i was like are you basically saying that Logan is the end of whatever the Marvel universe is, <laughs> uh, the end of whatever the X Men universe that they're trying to set up, as well as the uh, uh, like? Is this is what this is going to be the point of whether what it's going to lead to? Because that that well, I can't see. Yes and no. I mean, you can say that Logan was the last of the old guard, so right. to speak. Mm-hmm. But it ended where there's a new crop of heroes potentially. Yeah, but it's still like. 2027 like i mean it, it's around it's around in tw- like what 2027 or like near 2030 or so but yet what they're going to do now is that if they i think they are they did announce a new x-men um, possible new x-men movie it's going to be they're going to go back before all of that still right there I, I don't i think the x-men movies are not even going to pay attention to what happened in logan you know what i mean they're just going to follow their course mm, yeah and then 
eventually maybe they might try to link the two together. I don't know if it's going but, to be linked. But I don't, I mean, this is, I'm talking like four or five yeah. movies later type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't think it's going to serve Fox any, you know, give them any extra incentive to try to explain what happened. Right, you know, right. Ex- Especially by the time financially they're willing to take that risk, nobody's going to care about what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll be like, well, then again, I don't know. Some people d- still cared about what happened in the freaking last stand. But, uh, but, <laughs> people. Nobody should care. No one should care, ever care that that movie was even created. But hey, it still, it still occasionally comes up, come, comes right up. So. Well, you, I mean, you'll have a few obsessed people who want to know. <laughs> but it's not going to be like, like right now where we go, hey, I want to know what happened. Mm. Throw me a bone. Give, give us something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, uh, I mean, the whole demeanor of Will Logan in that is so, so sad. It's not even, it's just, it's just like, wow, we, you're used to seeing him as like, you know, the fast, not really fast, but like, you know, the aggressive, fur, like kind of fury, uh, furious kind of person, you know, short, short fuse kind of dude. Uh, and, uh, now you see him, now you see him kind of broken, pretty much is the best way is broken. And, uh, like he's, like at first I was like, is he limping? And, and, uh, like he's just struggling just to sort just day to day it was just like a freaking task for him and that is what makes it so much so much freaking better it's like your protagonist in this is like is not I won't say pathetic but I will say he's like vulnerable exactly incredibly vulnerable and that's what made and then the, and then what at the same time like you know you have you still have Xavier, who's not as you know as chipper either mm-hmm. as what he was. Uh, in fact, he's a lot worse off. Uh, uh, but he's still trying to teach him throughout the whole movie that you just can't be the the outsider. Uh, uh, still, even uh, even throughout all of this, it's like you have to you you have to yearn for something more. And then now you have a chance when you have this girl, little girl that come that is your that that's basically your your daughter uh, by uh, by. Uh, by the definition and uh and here's your here's basically here's your last chance to show that you can th- that you're uh that you that you're more than just either a weapon or or just bad shit happens to you and things so that's what makes that movie so freaking good like the un- the underlying demeanors from it yeah uh uh, uh from it so i mean the <coughs> excuse me uh, but what was, I think it was the cool thing to see was fucking X23 though, I would have to say. Yeah, she did a really good job in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I wanna, like, I don't know who the name of that actress is, but I'm sure, I hope, I hope they do more X23 movies, uh, with her. But, uh, and that, see, and that's another thing. That timeline is just, is, it goes back to the timeline, 2027. She's only like 12 or 13 years old, or maybe, maybe even at that. And, uh, that means, would that mean we'll never see an X, like, we won't see the X-23 as an X-Men, or was this going to be like an X-23 in the future? It's going to be a future X-Men or something with the new set of different people, or what? Now, okay, this is just, I think, a stretch. But if you think about where she was headed, potentially they opened the door for an Alpha Flight movie. Yeah. Were they going to Canada? Yeah, they oh, were trying to get to Canada. Canada. You're right. Right. So somebody was on the other side who was willing to help them. Mm-hmm. What happens if that was Department H? Yeah, that will be pretty cool. That'd be kind of really interesting if they go that direction, but that'd be really, I, mean, I don't think really they're, cool. I don't think they're thinking that direction, but in the comic book world, potentially that could have happened. Technically, yeah. wasn't their first Alpha Flight was in the Wolverine or Wolverine the first movie? 
Because wasn't he part of Alpha Flight? Was it, didn't didn't he call his their their group Alpha Flight? I don't think I don't think so. Did. You don't think so? Okay. I, I mean, just they might have said they might have said Department H, but I don't think they would have called it out as Alpha Flight. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass right now at this point. <laughs> but still, I mean, it seems like I mean, it seems very doable. I mean, that would be pretty cool. I just want I do want more X23. I used to hate her. I really wasn't a big fan of her until like maybe three years ago, and then uh, started reading her her target. I think I read her Target X miniseries and. Some of her X twenty three stuff, but uh, no, but you're right. The actress who played her, I just I'm just thinking of like the the scenarios and the stuff that she was going against. It'd be cool seeing her uh, her her nemesis. Uh, what's her name? The strong, like the she's the strong, the girl that's like super strength. Oh god, can't remember her name. Anyways, I don't know. But there was, like her her nemesis was really 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 cruel. Well, I mean, I would love to see that kind of fight again uh, with again, uh, with her. So that's pretty cool. And they brought the toe claw too. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I was like I hope that they you brought have to the toe bring claw. It with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's freaking oh, such a good movie. I like that they threw in like that that little tidbit of why like toe claw makes sense. Oh, the lion, the lioness yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like defense is the is the feet and then the uh the the hands is the offense. Yeah, that's freaking. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. I wonder. I wonder if they did they genetically make her like that, or it just happened to be that way. Because they gave Wolverine the claws. I don't know if they meant to do that either, but but they did, or it did happen. So I don't know. I mean, that's pretty. That's freaking freaking great. So I mean, like overall, though, I mean, was there anything that you would change in the movie itself, or? Yeah, just tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> movies explaining just stuff. Just tell us what happened. Like, I, I have a theory on, like, what happened with the X-Men, mm. which is, like, uh, the whole, like, Charles has a seizure and, like, wipes out the X-Men. And Wolverine was, like, gone during that, like, you know, because Wolverine's Wolverine. So yeah. he was just happened to be gone during that. So he didn't, like, stop it or anything. Well, yeah. Well, there's no way to, because he wasn't, because he wasn't diagnosed with a with with, a, with whatever he was diagnosed with, because he didn't have the pills and stuff to suppress yeah. all of that. So, uh, and uh, but something happened to Wolverine too, because remember he he said that there was something inside of him that oh, was poison. They told they, they oh, told you it? what it is. It was the uh, adamantium, adamantium was poisoning him. But that was just but. Why would his skeleton be poisoning it? Because what happened was that the adamantium is still, it, the adamantium is still an outside source, is still an outside resource, and technically, it's technically, uh, uh what's it called, uh, um, nuclear? Or not nuclear, uh. But his healing always. That's the, but he's, when he's getting older, his healing is slowly right. digressing. So that's what's happening. It's like he, so he, he's got, I mean, at this point, Logan is over, it's almost, probably a little bit over, almost 200 years old. At this point, he was born in the 1800s, and then he then this is 2027. So it, when he got when he's getting older, his his mutant power is slowly is slowly it can't it isn't keeping up with the uh, uh, radioactive. That's what it is. Uh, the, it's uh, it's slightly the adamantium, which is slightly radioactive. So and this was the uh, so that's that's what's that's what's breaking his body down. And like if you've noticed, like his healing was like doing nothing after he right. fought himself. So I was like, okay, uh, so the, I see where they're going with that, and uh, and I think it was pretty cool that they, they decided to do it that way. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, so well, uh, they found, I guess they found a way to, to overcome that with X twenty three. But yeah, that 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 was the uh, that was the big reason. Because I was thinking like, like, wait, does he have healing powers <laughs> too? 
but no. But then again, too, then that that also explains why he's limping because he can't heal. He doesn't heal the same way as what. So whatever happened, they don't even really explain how or why or what he did to do that. But I guess you don't have to at that point. But it's yeah. still just say like old. Yeah, just say like old, <laughs> old age. Yeah, because he he doesn't use a cane. It still goes where he wants to go. <laughs> so overall, so uh, but uh, so I guess I mean. Let's say, let's say since it's the beginning of the year, let's go to the, uh, to the beginning of the year from last year. So January 2016 to now, what would you say? What would you rate this game, uh, this movie comparatively to, what was it? Civil War? Um, Deadpool. Doctor, Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. I think that's really it, right? Well, no, there was plenty of comic book movies where we're, I thought we were only talking about good ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say feature films. Cause... Oh, like, I'm telling you, there's, like, still Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah. Suicide Squad that. got an Oscar. Dude, which is bullshit. You know what I find funny? <laughs> the, oh, my God. We got, I got into an argument with this. It's like, I, I was like, I, I was told, I was like, this is bullshit. I mean, it tells you that the Oscars are bullshit because you're telling me that the design art from fucking Star Trek, like, the, uh, that movie. Have you seen the, did you see some of the, the people they created? In, yeah, in that, I saw the movie. Freaking amazing, right? You're telling me over the one, the only, the hardest guy that they made was was Killer Croc, and that, and even that wasn't that wasn't that crazy. You had a girl that had like a snail head with fucking little spines on the back of it, and it looks it looked freaking demonic. It looks amazing, and then you're telling me that didn't win for for, for best art. It's the Harlequin effect. Yeah, I guess it it, yeah. it, it clearly is the Harlequin effect. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm surprised it didn't get Best Picture. I uh, know, right? Well, they, they, yeah, if it didn't get nominated for Best Picture, well, I'm surprised I think it didn't. I think they lost the envelope. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. But yeah, so okay, yeah, you're right. So the good movies, I'd say, who would you say? Uh, and he, this is going head to head to Deadpool. So, what, what would you think? Uh, I I actually like this one a little bit more than Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of hard to judge because they're they're kind of different mm-hmm. in their approach to, to being movies. But I I would say I I still like Civil War more, but like Logan's right there. I would have to say, and I mean I would say, and nothing, and this is no 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 issue with Deadpool because I say for what Deadpool had to work with to what Deadpool became, really impressive I would say because they, they were they were getting paid pretty much almost a, almost to the amount of an of an indie film, just a little bit above that. And, uh, but I would still say it would be number two, my, my point. I think Logan was way better than, uh, than Doctor Strange. Uh, Civil War, it's good, but I don't think it's nowhere near to the levels of the storytelling that Deadpool and Logan gave you, uh, for what, uh, for, and for half the time. Cause Civil War is too long. <laughs> Civil War is about two and a half hours. I just, I, I just can't do that. So long movies are really hard for me to watch again. So we'll see. What, what, what about you, Joe? I had more fun watching Civil War, mm-hmm. but um, right now, uh, Logan, Logan would probably be number two. But give me six months, and that you know I might rethink that and switch it with Deadpool, and then Doctor Strange after all that. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, what's it called, uh, I think once you get a chance to watch Logan again, then maybe, maybe there's some things that you might, may have missed. But, uh, I feel like the, but it is definitely, it's like, where the fuck has Fox been in the past 10 years? Why can't they make movies like this? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, 
It's like, man, you, you know what? Cause I think they, I think they took the gamble with Deadpool. That's what I think mm-hmm. what happened. When Deadpool said, okay, we're going to be rated R movie. It's going to be rated R comic book movie. And then they wanted to see where it goes and then it was successful to the level it was. And, uh, they were like, okay, we'll try, we'll, we'll give it a go for whatever Logan, uh, was a Wolverine, a Wolverine rated R movie. So I, I think that that was the test pool and it, it was when that successful. I want to know the numbers of where they got this, this, uh, this weekend. I don't think nothing's going to be compared to it. Although it is a radar movie. It's though, radar. Too. So, it's so that's going to be hard. Sense. Yeah. It's usually hard for radar movies to be number one, mm-hmm. uh, uh, for, uh, for, for weekly films. So we'll, 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 we'll definitely see. Well, Thursday night though was tracking really well. Mm-hmm. I think it was like what nine point something million. For the preview night. Oh, okay. And again, that's just one yeah. evening, not a full day. Mm-hmm. So if it's, it's, I have a feeling it's going to make a, like, we're going to be surprised as to how much that thing's going to make. Because let's put it, it's rated R, but how many theaters really pay I think attention the, to that? I think that project, I think that projection, I, if they want to see it as a successful movie, they have to hit about six, seven hundred million. The way I look at it. Because especially in all eyes down, since I don't know, did Deadpool ever, did Deadpool reach the billion dollar mark? I think, or did they hit, I think it hit around 800 million, uh, with Deadpool, but I'm not sure. I, I don't quote me on that, but if I think that they would, if it goes around six or 700, then they'll be, they'll be very well, satisfied. Wherever Deadpool hits, Logan will get higher. You think so? Cause Deadpool's the most successful rated R movie. Yeah, but that, like, who really knew Deadpool before that movie? Well, the one thing Deadpool. Like, people know Wolverine. Well, the one thing that Deadpool had was it was a comedy. You know, so people sure. will go see it because it's funny. And the one thing with Deadpool also had didn't have is sequels. And this is the third one of Wolverine. And then when someone thinks of a Wolverine movie, then can think of the other, the first two. Yeah, but there, you have to keep in mind that some people like those movies. Yeah, true. But I just don't think it's to a level that it's going to be getting to the, the money that you're going to, uh, that they're going, uh, that, that you would put uh, to Deadpool level, I don't think. I mean, you think those, the, uh, all those people are going to be coming out numerously like that? Yeah, like, uh-uh. based on the trailers, people were really hyped on those trailers. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job on those trailer cuts, I will say. And then I think, D- I mean, not DC, Marvel did, or Fox did a really good job at telling people this is not your normal Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you had P- Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman doing doing a lot of press saying, this is the best movie, you know, they're going to retire on this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this movie got a lot of love to it. Mm-hmm. Look. Crying too. I was surprised. I was, so someone right yeah. next to me. I was like, "What, really?" <laughs> yeah, the girl next to me was crying too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's uh it was it was great. It was a great movie. So yes, go watch, go watch Logan. Go buy Logan. I'm I'm sure it's all buying it when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray, I should say. <clears throat> and uh you'll not be disappointed. Well, folks. Thank you for watching podcast episode or watching. Thank you for listening to podcast episode number 62. Uh, you can always check us out on our SoundCloud, uh, the comic freak on SoundCloud and also on iTunes and, uh, just give a, give us a follow or a like and uh, tell us what you think about our, uh, this podcast. Or you can go to our website, comfreaksandgeeks.com where you can check our, our, the archive of all our previous episodes. I can't believe we're at 62 now. That's freaking awesome. Uh, but. Once again, this is Davis signing off with Joe and T. Y'all stay freaky geeky. Peace. See ya.